Hi, this is George Denholm. And this is Dustin Weber. Welcome to the 5 by 2 podcast, where each week we discuss Christian discipleship. We hope that you'll find this podcast interesting and informative, but also challenging as you strive to grow in your discipleship to Jesus, our Lord and Savior. This week, uh, we'll be t- we will be talking with Ashlyn Waddell and Josie Havenar about growing younger and deeper, specifically growing through serving. So Ashlyn and Josie, uh, welcome to the podcast. Uh, we want to thank you for, for being here, obviously. Can each of you start off by just telling a little bit about yourselves? Yeah, thank you guys. Um, my name's Ashlyn. I'm a senior at Columbus East High School. Um, I'm attending Purdue next fall, or this fall. Uh, I'm a, I play tennis. Mm, that's about it. And you're originally from Columbus? I am. Born and raised. Born and raised, and you went to St. Peter's School I your did. whole career? All nine years, K through eighth. All right. Josie? Um, hey, I'm Josie Havenar. Um, I'm also a senior at Columbus East. Um, I've been a swimmer for around eight years, and I'm attending Hope College in the fall. Hope College is? It's in Holland, Michigan. Holland, Michigan. And what, do you have a major you're thinking about yet? Psychology. Psychology. And did, Ashley, did you share what you were going to major in? No, I'm going in as exploratory studies. Exploratory studies. We'll, we'll figure what does it that out. even mean? It means I'm just going to test the waters and see what I like. All right. And, but how'd you pick the school? Um, it was the prettiest. The prettiest. Yeah. All right. I won't go any farther on that. <laughs> now, we were before the podcast, we were kind of just getting to know each other. And something cool that I've always thought about, Josie, is that you spent some time in South Africa. Is that right? Can you tell us a, bit, a yes. little bit about that? Um, my dad works for Cummins, and he was an expat, and we lived in South Africa for three years. For three. An expat. That's a fancy term that means. I don't know what it means. I just know that's his title. <laughs> that was his title. Mm-hmm. All right. And you lived there for three years. And what yes. what years were those? Um, that was my second, third, and fourth grade. Was that really hard to be in a foreign country like that? It was definitely interesting. But I think at a young age, it was easier for me to adjust. And then you came back and came right back to St. Peter's. and Yes. And was that a difficult adjustment coming back? A little bit, but I knew a lot of people already since I went to St. Peter's before we left. So, All right. All right. And Ashlyn, this is the question that's burning on everyone's mind. Okay. How do you pronounce your last name? Waddell. That's the official one. Yeah. But I... Say that again. Waddell. Uh, But... But I fake it till I make it and I say Waddle because it's easier for everyone involved. Because some people say it Waddle because that's how it's spelled. Yeah. So when I like go into a place and they're like, can you spell it? I always say Waddle like a duck. Just Waddle like a duck. W-A-D-D-L-E. And so then they just think it's Waddle. They get it. Yeah. And then then they spell it correctly. Yeah. And we won't even try to spell Josie's last name. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no. Definitely not. No. (laughs) All right, ladies, you know, as we were, we asked people to be on this thing first on our, this thing, our podcast, um, there's a lot of people that go, you know what, I'm not that important or, you know, and this is not for you to brag on yourself, but it's to share a little bit what you've learned in your process of growing. Both of you have done something I think is fairly impressive for young women, um, young people. Uh, You have both picked a senior project that had a huge scope uh, not just uh, you know you know just t- didn't take batting practice or swimming practice, but you actually did something that had a major impact. Would you each one of you just take a minute and explain what your senior project was? Yeah, you want me to go first? Yeah. Okay. My senior project was a youth outreach concert. So my whole goal with it was to expose the love of Christ in a different way for young people. Um, I know that getting invited to church or youth group or a Bible study is really nerve wracking for some and a concert is super easy. So I wanted to make it accessible and affordable to people in Columbus. So I had it be free for 20 and under, 
which was really cool. That was my goal. And I luckily got enough sponsor money to do that. And then I wanted all of my profits to go back into a place that cared about youth as much as I think youth should be cared about, which is Girl Cheese Thursday, which is a local organization here in St. Peter's that gives back and provides free grilled cheese lunch for all high schoolers. All right. And then Josie? Yeah. So for my senior project, um, I decided to plan and organize the Venture Mission Trip fundraising banquet. So basically it is to offset the costs of all of our mission trips. And this summer we're going to Appalachia, Alaska, and Kenya. And it's also going to raise money for our national youth gathering in 2025 to New Orleans. And it's a free dinner and worship from our youth band and everyone going also gets to listen to some youth testimonies. And I think it's a great way for our church to grow younger and to see what's happening in youth group here at St. Peter's. Now, by the time this podcast drops, both events will have concluded um, but what I would like to ask you a couple things about in this process, I know I've worked with seniors on their projects in the past as their mentor. I've also sat on the evaluation boards. There are several things you have to do with a project, right? Mm-hmm. Can you tell me about some of the requirements that, that go into what is you ha- what has to be involved in your project? So you have to complete 40 hours working towards your project and you have to complete, I think it's 10 journals that talks about your process of your senior project and you also have to write a paper about a topic that kind of goes into your project. Now the paper isn't directly about your project though. No. Okay. And now um, you're not done though, really. The project will be finished by the time this drops, but you've got another thing that'll have to happen later on in the year, right? Yeah, we do present presentations to the judges. And that, that'll explain what the project was? and Yeah, so we have to have a 10-minute presentation um, about our project as a whole, but we get graded on five different components, which is our resume, our portfolio, our essay, our final completion of project, and... Interview? And Yeah, we had an interview, yeah. And at one time, there was some kind of a service component that was required. Is that part of the project still? I think North does service hours. East yes. doesn't. East doesn't. So, and I, we, we, I don't know that we even talked about that. Both of you are at Seniors at East. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. And we're not going to get into which school is better because <laughs> we have great schools here in Columbus. Um, as you did your project, l- let me just ask you, you know, for the people that are listening, what do you think was the hardest part about your project? And you'll have to each answer that individually. It might be the same answer, but. Um, for me, I think it was the fact that I was doing a job that's, that's a full-time job for adults. And so a lot of people in the business, it's harder for them to take me seriously because I'm 17 and I'm like trying to get this big, massive event done. And they're like, a lot of people didn't take me as seriously as I could, or they were like, let the adults handle it. Like, we'll do it. And I'm like, no, like it's my project. Like I need to be involved. So that was a struggle just trying to get people to understand how big of an event this is and that it's like me doing it. <laughs> But you had, like, adults working for you doing yeah. a different job. Oh, I had a ton of support through the community. Mike Jessup was my mentor, and he was amazing. Um, he signed all my papers for me because I wasn't of age. Um, he did so much for me, and I just so appreciate him. And then all of my volunteers that helped make it happen. But it was more so just, like, the school and the booking agency. They were so helpful with me, and it was just me trying to get it done. And it was a really awesome experience. All right. Josie, what did you, what did you, what did you say would be the hardest part of the project? I think for me, it was definitely like the collaboration aspect because I'm a very independent person and I like to do my work, do it the way I want to. 
and it just makes me feel better about myself when I do something by myself. But I think I had to learn that like two brains, five brains, 10 brains is better than just one brain. So I think that opening my mind to other ideas was definitely the most difficult aspect. And, and, uh, both of you pick pretty big projects, you know? So like, as you're thinking through that, did like, did your advisor say, Hey, scale it down or not at first. Once mine started going, it was like the week before I had teachers come to me and they were like, did you think it was going to get this big? Like, is this what you were trying to do? Like, this is insane. And I was like, yeah, like that was my goal. I wanted it to be big and cool. So I like always had the goal of it being kind of massive and crazy. Okay. I just had a lot of adults tell me they were like, oh, that project's pretty difficult. It's going to take a lot of work. And I'm like, I don't think I was expecting it to take as much work as it has, but I don't regret it. I know there's supposed to be a stretch in a project, and it seems like both of you felt stretched. For sure. 100%. Now, and and I don't want to diminish what you've done, Josie. Now, there were other seniors in the past have run the the banquet before. Mm -hmm. And so did you use some of their ideas, or did you kind of jump off and do all your own, or... Combination? I, definitely a combination because I had some notes from past girls who've done it, which was definitely really helpful because I went into it not knowing what I was doing at all. And I kind of put my own twist on their ideas. Excellent. And so there now, Ashlyn, yours was kind of unusual for at least St. Peter's. Did you have any past, you know, somebody with past experience that would you know, kind of give you some advice? Um, not really. Mine was a blank slate. I just kind of jumped into it and started trying to figure out how this worked. <laughs> All right. Well, that's excellent. And ladies, I think that you've kind of set the bar for youth, but also for adults. I think there's a lot of adults that wouldn't take on the projects that you took on. <laughs> and I think that's where what I'd like to, to do is to kind of go in and, and Dustin's going to jump in here too. You know, we are talking in our time. And, and I think Josie, you said that earlier about growing younger, but growing younger doesn't mean just younger people. It's maybe getting your mind to think younger, to explore new things, to, to, to stretch yourself, to grow. And some of our older generations are not as willing to, to grow as you are. That, can you share some of the things that maybe led up to how did your leadership qualities or some of the things that would, you know, what was it that really pushed you to say, I need to do? I think you said you wanted to do something big and fantastic. What were some of the motivations that you can look back and say, I did this because, because, because? Um, I think it was more so the fact that I I know um, when I invite some friends to like come to church, it's scary for them. And I wanted something in Columbus that was going to be cool and interactive and fun for youth, something that was youth-oriented. A concert to me is a very youthful event. And um, a lot of my friends maybe have never been to a concert or always wanted to go to a concert. And I was like, this is a great way to expose people that wouldn't normally be exposed to Christ. Um, Do that in a local place in my school. Um, It was really crazy to see the amount of people that came and all coming for one common cause, which was to worship God. So it's kind of your passion for a couple of things, your love yes. for Christ, your your music. love for inviting people, music. Yeah. That kind of, Josie, what would you say might be some of the things that kind of pushed you to do this project? Yeah, I kind of went into my planning not knowing what I wanted to do for a project at all. And I texted Mike Jessup. I was like, I need help. I like I don't know what I'm doing. And he asked me what like my biggest passion was, what my favorite part of church was, because I knew I wanted to do something in the church. And I told him that I really loved mission trips ever since I've been a part of Venture. I've loved mission trips. It's been my favorite part. And he said, well, you could do the banquet. And I was like, that's an awesome idea. 
So both of you have spoken about Mike Jessup, and I've heard youth group a lot of times. How have the adults that are in that that ministry poured into you as youth? Because I think, again, as we're thinking about growing younger, adults need to think about how do they influence kids? What are some of the ways that have adults have poured into you, or what are the ways that you wish adults would pour into you as youth? Um, all of our Sherpas are so awesome. Sherpas are the adult leaders at Venture. Um, all of them are just so caring and they just want to know your prayer requests and they want to know you as a person and they want to help you. And it's awesome to see adults have that much, um, compassion and motivation to like want to help you. Cause like they have no connection to me other than Venture. Like they were not related. They don't know me. So like, it's awesome to see how willing they are to help me in any capacity. I've had, I had so many adults come up to me and they were like, anything you need for your project. Like I can be there all day. I'll help you. I like, I'll do anything. I'll make phone calls. And I was like, that's just so awesome of you. Like, thank you. Like That's <laughs> insane. Definitely just like amazing mentors that like Ashley and I have had Lisa Witte as our mentor since seventh grade and she's stuck with us since till our senior year so it's amazing to see like the dedication of them to us and knowing like treating us like their own children even though we're not related to them and it's really encouraging so those are the folks that are actually in venture they've committed to that are there some other ways that like members of the congregation can support you and encourage you have you felt that from people that aren't part of the the youth ministry team um, yeah, through my project, I had so many adults through the church and not through the church um, just like Facebook message me and be like, this is the coolest thing ever. We're so proud of you. It's crazy to see how God's working in someone so young. And I like it was so inspiring. And that's another motivator for me for this project was just the amount of community support that I was receiving just was insane. And people that weren't of faith were messaging me being like, this is so cool. Like, I can't believe like this is happening. And I was like, yeah, like you should come. Like, this is awesome. And it was just really crazy. Yeah, definitely. I've had a lot of people at church like that aren't part of Venture Not Sherpas and they've been like, how can we help? How can we volunteer? And a lot of them have just been like, I want to see what you're doing. I want to see what youth is doing. Like, how can I get to this banquet? And they've been really dedicated. It's been awesome. That's excellent. One of the things that I always share that people have no clue about is how many people, when they saw your videos, we showed the videos in church, They've been praying for you and for your event ever since I saw the video of you. And you'll never know, but there's probably 50, 100 people that are just behind the scenes praying. And and for me, that's been something cool that I've known that happens in St. Peter's especially, and churches all around, but St. Peter's especially, we have some phenomenal prayer warriors that never make themselves known except to God. Yeah, no, that's awesome, awesome stuff. So as we're talking about um, you know growing and growing through serving, um, what are some things that um, that maybe you learned through your your projects, or um, how did God kind of grow? What are some ways that maybe God grew you through your projects, or continuing to? I was definitely able to grow closer to a lot of people in the church that aren't part of venture, just people that were so willing to help, like I said earlier. And I was able to make a lot of great connections, especially with like Rachel Williams. Like I talked with her so much and she's amazing and she helped me with so much stuff and we had never spoken before my project ever. Yeah. I, um, I learned, I feel like I grew just as a person and like learned what I'm passionate for. But then I also feel like I learned that serving takes place in so many different ways. It's not just like the normal serving on mission trips, serving in soup kitchens, serving 
with packing boxes, like you can serve in any aspect of your life, no matter what career you're in, you can make it about God. And I didn't realize that I feel like before this. That's a great point. Now, uh, Josie, you mentioned that you have a kind of a passion for mission trips. Which mm-hmm. ones have you been on? Um, I've been to Iowa. I've been to Guatemala, Kansas. Well, Kansas. I think that's... You went to two NYGs. Two NYGs. Now, that's not a mission trip, no, really, yeah. but, but that's yeah. that's a growth experience. Or mm-hmm. like mission trip. Asha, were you on all those same mission trips that, that yeah, Josie Yeah, I went was? on all of those, and then I went to South Carolina as well. Okay. But I think it's important you said mission trips are great, but we can serve God wherever we're at. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. I think I see that with a lot of adults as they get all excited about this mission trip. We're going to go to Puerto Rico, or we're going mm-hmm. to go to Kenya or whatever, but... Then we come back home and, you know, they're yeah. looking for the next foreign mission trip. Mm-hmm. What are some of the things you've learned on mission trips that you apply to everyday life? Mm. Ooh, that's such a big a t- question. T- tough so question. much. <laughs> um, not to let little things get in the way of the big picture. I feel like every time I'm on a mission trip, it's like you're just forgetting everything that's in like in your real world. And then you get back and you just go straight back into your real world brain. And it's just kind of hard to remember that mindset that you had on the mission trip to carry that through because that's the mindset we should always have of being grateful for everything and feeling blessed and every day is a blessing and just taking it little by little. I think I've learned definitely to appreciate other ways of life because before going on mission trips, especially to Guatemala, I learned so much and I think it's important to put emphasis emphasis on going in with an open mind and not going in with, oh, I'm better. My way of life is better. Just being open to the way that they live. I think I've shared a couple of times on this podcast, but with other people, every time I've been on a mission trip, there are so many people who are content with less Mm -hmm. that it Mm -hmm. makes me come back home and say, I don't need all this stuff. I can be content with so much less. And uh, it just kind of opens your eyes. I think both of you said a little bit to, to we have so many blessings that we can, you know, get buried up and just focus on those and not on the, the most important thing. Yeah, Absolutely. And I love, you know, Ashlyn has a great point of everything can be for God. You know, I think sometimes we think, oh, we have to be in church work or we have to do certain things. But no, it doesn't matter wherever God's called you, whatever position um, you know, it's, it's for him. And so, um, just working, you know, keeping that focus on him and, and looking for those ways daily to live on mission, you know, talking about those mission trips, how can we do that day in day out with the, and like you said, like the Sherpas are doing for you guys, right? Like they're just caring about you as people and want to get to know your stories. So, um, how can we all do that? And I think that's just encouragement for, for everybody, uh, youth, adult, you know, adults, elders, doesn't matter. Um, just, uh, just making sure that we're all, um, focusing on God and how we can, how he can use us each and every day out of response to the love and grace he shows us. So, um, as we're talking about these things, so what are, what are maybe some things, maybe some points, uh, that you are some key takeaways that if there's some people younger, whether it's maybe juniors getting ready for their, their senior project next year, or maybe even some younger kids that are um, looking at this being like, wow, that's so cool what they were able to do. Um, and, you know, they're wondering, like, how can I serve? What, like, what are, what's maybe a good first step or what are some things that you would uh, maybe tell them? Um, I would say just to get involved. Like, venture is such a blessing to me. And if I didn't have that, my project wouldn't have been possible. So just making sure that you're doing what you can to get involved and stay involved and in making those relations where you can and where you want to. Um, 
yeah, finding out what you're passionate for. I could not have done my project if it wasn't something I was passionate about. Like that was the hardest thing ever. And if that wasn't something that I liked, I would have given up. Like it would not have happened. Yeah, I definitely think talking to the adults wherever you're involved is also a big thing because I wouldn't have been able to do my project unless I talked to Mike Jessup. So I think that talking talking to trusted adults, they'll tell you, they'll help you find the right thing to do for you because they know you and they know your passions. So I'm going to jump a little bit off of that. What about those kids that are kind of shy? You know, I don't know anybody that's adventure. I don't know the adults I can trust. How, how do you help those kind of kids to, to overcome that barrier? Is that something that, that other kids can help? You know, other youth group members can say, you know what, I've got a friend that, that won't come here by themselves. I need to invite them. Yeah. Yeah, I think just finding your passion is the most important part about it because like Ashlyn said, she wouldn't have been able to do her project if she wasn't passionate about music. And I wouldn't have been as motivated to complete my project unless I was passionate about the cause that it was going to. So I think that just finding your passions and working off of that is the great first step. Yeah, I think also just as humans being aware of the people around us and if someone if we're noticing someone that is struggling with being shy and not wanting to ask for help just making sure that we're doing the right thing and we're doing our duty of helping them and so just having an open eye always yeah that kind of goes back to that mission thing we've got a mission all around us there's people that could just use a smile yeah Yeah, and i mean you guys keep talking about passion it's listening to them right asking them questions of asking them good questions of find out what their passion is and maybe that opens the door to to help build that relationship so so i've referred to the older generations are you know we're talking about growing younger what could you two offer as advice to older generations to help them appreciate your generation and so you know what might you say that that would say what's what's great about your generation I think that our generation is extremely flexible because we've had to go through all like the COVID stuff and being online. I think we've had to overcome a lot of obstacles and I think that we don't always get credited for all of that. And I think that we're just open-minded and flexible. And I think that we have a lot of problem solving skills. Okay, good. I agree. I think I'm a little biased, but I think we're (laughs) awesome. So I think just knowing that like when we do find what we are passionate about, and what we're good at, like we're going to succeed in that area. And so just knowing that we as um, youth are capable of awesome and big things and not underestimating us and knowing that we can do this um, and just helping out where you can. Now, not every one of you is going to grab those great big things but you're you've got other friends that are awesome and smaller things right yeah i know but i feel like as small as a project is if it matters to that person it's big to them and Mm -hmm. i think that's awesome for them to do something that they're passionate about no matter how big or small Mm -hmm. okay and i'm going to go back i think i asked this but i just want to clarify it again if somebody's not working with youth ministry they're just another member of the congregation is there something they could do as they walk through the hallway and they see you as young adults youth, uh, teens, children, what, what can the older generation do to encourage the younger generation if they're not passionate about being a Sherpa? I think just being encouraging in any way, shape or form, like even just saying hello or even having a small conversation and just treating them as like adults and just talking to them. I think it's a great way to connect. You mean I'd have to talk to somebody at church? Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. (laughs) I think she killed that. She killed that. All right. 
Is there anything else that you guys would like to share about your projects, about something you've learned, about encouraging other students that are thinking about life? Um, I would say I am a very indecisive person, and I did not, I do, I still probably don't know what I want to do with my life. And I'm 17, I'm going into college, and that's a scary thought. And that has always been something when everyone around me knows what they want to do with their life. And I'm like, oh, I don't. But I feel like just trust the process because this project has made me kind of question and think about what maybe I'm good at and what I would want to do and that's not something that I even thought three months ago even that I would know sitting here now what maybe I want to do with my life so that's kind of scary and really cool so I think just trusting where you're at yeah I think going off of that I think stepping outside of your comfort zone is also a great way to grow as a person and I think that if I hadn't done this project, I wouldn't be as outgoing as I have been. I've had to talk to a lot of people and I've had to talk to a lot of people I don't know. And that's always been scary for me, but I think I've been able to grow through that. That's, that's usually the time that God likes to, to grow us is when we're stepping out of that, mm-hmm. that comfort zone and um, we're, we're relying on him in, the, in those moments. Absolutely. That's a great point. Well, and just to comfort you a little bit, uh, there seems to be a lot of pressure now on kids to decide, what are you going to be when you grow up? But most people that are out in the workforce today are not doing what they prepared for in college mm-hmm. uh, or they've changed jobs three or four times. You know, I, what, I, I think we've talked in another episode about the path that God leads us along and each one of us. You know, Dustin would never have imagined he would be in charge of small groups when he was taking his college classes on PE education, right? Absolutely, yeah. I mean, I'm able to still use some of that that I learned, but yeah, definitely different different uh, path than I originally intended. Right. Everything that you learn is important. And so don't worry about it. And again, if you're going to trust the the process, now don't put it off forever. (laughs) You got to make a decision sometime, but there's a lot of times when, you know, God gives you a little bit of a nudge as you go along and, uh, and uh, trying to repurposes you or redirects you in your purpose. And so uh, uh, that's a great thing to, uh, to be open to his leading. Dustin, any kind of closing thoughts for us today? No, uh, ladies, thank you so much for joining us. Um, you did an awesome job. That was great to thank be able guys. to handle all of George's questions <laughs> and some that weren't even on the on the outline. So he threw some some curveballs at you, and you guys handled it, handled it very very well. So thank you so much for uh, taking the time to join us. So um, we're, we continue to look forward to our future episodes, um, and hope you keep tuning in as we continue to discuss uh, growing younger and deeper in Christ. Now, go out and serve God and others.